Hey, Chosen Fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to Season 7 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you the Seasons of Life series, where we interview different guests and friends of ours in different stages of life. We believe in the power of testimony, and the Word makes it clear that we are better together. If you aren't caught up, feel free to subscribe and binge our first six seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick-fil-A nuggets with us. And, and let's, let's get, get this, this party started. Hello, Chosen Girl fam. We have a burning question for you. Just right out the gate. How do you feel about Daddy God? <laughs> I mean, I have my opinions of Daddy God, if it's an if it's appropriate. I guess appropriate is really irreverent. You know, I don't know. It, or if it's personable, it can. It, it's a very, it's a personal God. Like I always referred to, like my father as Daddy. Like that's who he mm. was. Like even my grown siblings that are in their forties, that that's Daddy. Refer- yes, talk about Daddy. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's just a very Southern thing. It is. But it is. applying it to God, maybe it's because we say, Daddy, God. I don't know. I don't know. Which he is our father. He, he is our, our heavenly father. father. Yes. Sound off in the comments. Please let us know. <laughs> There's not comments in this <laughs> podcast. Shoot us a DM on Chosen Girl. The please. real ones will DM us and be like, yes for Daddy God or no for Daddy God. We yes, just want to know. We are, we are not here to choose a side. We're just here to pose a question. We do check our DMs. And yes, I will we be do. watching. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Right out the gate. <laughs> just have someone send like a dissertation. Like, <laughs> absolutely no. That would be, that would be an it, interesting. I will tell you this. It always startles me every time I hear it. Yes. So if you're a daddy God user, I'm not slandering you. No, no. I'm just saying like, I never quite expect it, but you know, it's 2022. Expect the unexpected. Like true. True. Anyway, hope y'all had a great week. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Are you okay? You said Tuesday. I said Tuesday. Another burning question for the fans. (laughs) (laughs) Referring to them as fans. (laughs) Cancel me now. Sometimes it still cracks me up because our accents are are different, though we only grew up like 30 miles away from each other. For sure. It's like, but also, I mean, my parents aren't from Tennessee, so that probably had a little bit to do with it. Well, my family is still very Southern. Like even uh, my little cousin, uh, she is only four and she has even heavier of a draw than I do. She's real cute, y'all. It's really cute. But you know, in hindsight, when I was in high school, I went back and looked at some videos I did. Mm. Y'all, I sounded really, really like the accent was still very thick. But I guess, I don't know, life just happens. I sounded like Ellie Mae Clampett (laughs) off of the Beverly Hillbillies. (laughs) They put me as like the news anchor of the school, like for journalism. Why did they do that? Because you were the best one for the job. (laughs) You know, you don't you don't notice something strange until you're a minority. So true. It's okay. So true. It's okay. But I'm so glad that we're back this week. Tell it's just um, your girls today. Yeah. I hope that you've enjoyed this 
season of all of our ladies sharing about the different seasons of their yes. lives. And we've had we've had a nice variety so far. So if you haven't, please go back and binge those. Yes. But from those that are just getting into their senior year to those that are in just finished college to mm-hmm. um, we had my mom on. She's like later in life to moms. And there's a, a, just a wide variety. People are just getting into their profession. You know, it's we're all out here going through it. Basically, living is the moral of the story. That's it. Like being in your like right after high school into your 20s. It's such a it's such a wild ride, and even like I already know, like going forward, it's going to change. Who knows where we're going to be in ten years? That's so true. And how different? Because well, and I, mean, I mean, if wow. you think about it, like you know, our main demographic, and if you're not in this demographic and you're listening today, obviously you're still welcome. But as our stats show us on our back end of the podcast, our main demographic is like eighteen to thirty five, mm-hmm. and I think about how much my life will look completely juxtaposed between age 18 and age 35. And, you know, not to say that that's quote unquote your peak or your prime, like that's not what I'm saying, but naturally Mm -hmm. I would say probably some of the most drastic life changes will happen within that 17 years or however long of a gap that is. For sure. But just think of being a senior in high school or a freshman in college, mm-hmm. and then at age 35, potentially being a mother to multiple children or settled in a career or working from home or living in a completely different place. And and going through those things, like we need help. We need mentorship. Oh, we yeah. Need community and sisterhood. So Every we hope season. that you found just a little taste of what that's like with this podcast series that we're doing. And it will continue yes. next week. Should we tell them who our guest is next week? Let's tell them. Let's tell them. Let's tell you go em. ahead. Well, the guest next week is a very dear friend of mine. Yes. Um, she is an artist and truly an anointed singer. Her name is Lizzie Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is she, has she come out with some of her solo stuff once before, but also she was one of the girls on tour with Maverick City. And she's been working with Maverick City for a few years. Um, I remember when she first got connected with them and we were all so excited. She did background vocals for Lauren Daigle for a little while, but it has been such a blessing to see her um, just grow, not only in like in her faith, but in her talents and watching her yes. use those for the Lord and how she's uh, started to lead worship at other churches and things. So you will definitely want to listen to that one. She has got yes. so much wisdom, especially if you are um, getting started in your career and just kind of like starting to get a little settled in, mm-hmm. you know, a couple years in, or if you're looking forward to like just kind of starting off, she really, she gives us some, some good stuff. So you'll want to listen to that next week. So I'm very excited. We are so honored to have her on the podcast and you will not want to miss that episode. So make no. sure you're subscribed and have your notifications on for podcast. But today we just kind of wanted to do a little check-in yes, with ourselves and with our Chosen Girl fam. I'm so ex- like. I'm so excited about our check-in episodes. I mean, because we've been trying to put them out there, y'all, for y'all, mm-hmm. like, at least, like, every few weeks. We're still here. We're still doing our thing. Yes. But I love a good check-in because um, I feel like we oftentimes don't allow ourselves the space we need to do a true check-in yeah. of where we're at. Violated. And I know that I've said this once before on the pod, but my favorite question to ask anyone is, are you thriving or surviving? Because it gives anyone an an opportunity to honestly say I'm doing great or I'm not doing great and mm. feel no remorse. Like that's so true because we don't have to apologize for no. going through things, but we often feel that we do need to apologize. We do. We're like, I'm sorry. I'm not perfect right now. 
I'm sorry yeah. that I can't be on level 10 all the time. No one expects you to. But we feel like yeah, there's an expectation feels, too. There's like this invisible expectation of that. And I heard somebody, I wish I could remember what podcast it was. And they were talking about how they ask people on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you doing? I love that. Or on a scale of 1 to 10, how is your day? Mm-hmm. Because it is such a culture of being like, I'm good. How are you? Like yeah. you conceal, don't feel, you know, mm-hmm. just mask it all up. We don't want to bother anyone with our issues, but there are people in your life who are safe spaces mm-hmm. to share that with. There are people who are not safe spaces to share that with. That's true. And so I would say find your safe people and ask them to check in with you every now and then because accountability matters. Yes, it does. It's a huge part of community. And so today we're just kind of checking ourselves before we wreck ourselves as it pertains to our faith. Yeah. And our beliefs. This is, you know, it, it takes a lot of vulnerability to to get to this point where you're okay with like being like, you know, honestly, I have not been like, like my, I've not been on fire. Mm. I feel like as a Christian, sometimes we feel so guilty. Like we we're just saying like, for not being on fire for God 1000% of the time. Yeah. And that's just not realistic. Like the Lord knows that we have questions and he never expected perfection from us, for like from us, but we can always come back to him and in reference to doing that check-in, that's your opportunity to be like, how's my relationship with God going? So true. And not so, in condemnation. Not, just no, no, not in, in condemnation. Reflection. Just even thinking about, you know, the same way <clears throat> that you almost think about like an old friend. Mm, like yeah. if you had a friend that you were once super close with, you would know if you're still at that same closeness or if you've drifted away a little bit. Right. That's and so, so true. sometimes it's nice to go back and look at that. And when you think about, hmm, why might I feel a little bit distant from that person? It's just like life is crazy. We haven't spoken a lot or life yeah. is crazy and you haven't been in the word a lot. God, we're not here to, to condemn you or anything like that. It can look very different through seasons. There was a season in my life where it wasn't me getting in the word every morning, but it was me choosing to listen to Christian music on my way to work. Yeah. Because at that season, I was like, that that's what I that's what I could do and that's where I was at and the Lord is so kind to meet us there still. He really is. Mm-hmm. He really is. So find somebody that is that accountability for you and then I would say step number two is when that accountability is put into place, don't take it personal. No. I had a good friend of mine ask me um, the other day at lunch, she said, so what have you been reading lately in the Bible? And it took me back because that week I had like honestly just sucked at my time with God. Like, with that and I said honestly I've been reading anything I've just kind of been in a season of I open my Bible and I just feel kind of barren in it and she was like I said but please tell me about what you're reading Mm -hmm. and honestly that conversation opened the door really for what we're going to talk about today is yeah is me finding ways to rekindle Mm -hmm. that love for the word and find your roots going back to why do you believe what you believe? And so some books that really do that for me are the letters in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Because that's like the first church that was being written to. And the advice that was given by Paul and and um, other authors to the first church and like basically like how to be a Christian 101. Yeah. Which sounds really elementary, but we all need that check in every now and then. So mm-hmm. this isn't going to be like our deconstruction episode, but it's just going to be more of like a check yourself before you wreck yourself episode. That's true. That's true. It's all and it's always nice like 
uh, it's always nice to be in the word, but you always feel, you feel bad. And uh, y'all know, I've mentioned it a thousand times, reading the Bible in the year. We just got into the New Testament. It's a glorious time out here. Yes. But so ha- like, does that mean you finish the Old Testament? I finished the Old Testament, <gasps> which we is- need to do a recap. Can we do an episode? The next check in. Let's yes. make it Old Testament recap with Liz. Oh my gosh. There's so much good stuff in there. Yeah. And it's not that we, we didn't think that there was, there's a For lot, sure. there's a lot to cover. It is I mean, dense. It is, it is very dense. I mean, the fact that it is, it has taken me eight months to get through it. Right. But this is not a, a boastful moment, but just like a, I cannot believe that now I've officially can say that I've read through the whole Bible mm. because I've already read the New Testament multiple times. Right. I've never Congratulations read. for real though. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And I was like, it's for a years, huge deal. Well, here's the thing. The, the whole point of what I'm trying to say is I invited my, one of my siblings to join in and read with me. And he was very reluctant because he was like, oh, like, do I have time? What if I miss a day? I don't know. That's a lot to keep up with. And you will come up with excuses and excuses and excuses. Yeah. For, you know, if you're, if why you can or can't be in the word or like why you can or can't spend more time in prayer, there's always something. But what I'm trying to say is like the Lord is there waiting patiently with what, with what we are willing to give. Yeah. With that sacrifice of our time and efforts. So and true. it is, and it's, it's a sacrifice, but it's also a gift. Like to dwell with the, with the Lord in any capacity is a yes. gift. And the Holy Spirit is here, baby, waiting for you. Yes. And it's, it's such, it was just that realization through this season of like, whether I was up in the morning and I was sleepy eyed, barely can stay awake right. or mornings where I woke up early or mornings where it was just like in the middle of the night. And it's just like, okay, I guess I'm gonna do my, my Bible reading at three 30. Cause I just so happen to be awake. Yeah. It's, it's just been very sweet for the Holy spirit to meet, to meet me there. That's fruit and so, already. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's been, it has been wonderful and not nearly as challenging, but the whole thing is if you were nervous about getting started or already counting yourself out because you're afraid you're going to fail an effort again made to the Lord mm-hmm. will never be done in vain. So true. It will never return void. So just even if it's a few verses, no, there's no limit on how many chapters you got to read. No, but guess what? After time, girl, you already know Sarah. You start to you start to glean all the wisdom. Yes, and you start to make those connections. You're like, hold up, you mean Nebuchadnezzar did what? And he was the father of who? And this was happening when soap opera vibes, telenovela, child. The, the the Bible was not told that way to me as a child. No, but it's that's one. We would have paid better attention, girl, for real. Because <laughs> I love kidding. a drama. <laughs> I don't love drama, but I love a drama. That's that's it. That is it. But anyways, in the in the terms of you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's okay to be honest with yourself about where you are right now with your relationship with God. He's not here to condemn you and to make you feel bad and to shame you, but just extend a, an invitation. That's so true. For you to come spend some more time with him. Always. There's, we can't spend enough time with the Lord. That's the truth. And in in like conjunction with that, we, with this conversation, aren't here in any kind of shaming Mm-mm. or condemning um, way or form, we are only here to help us, me and Liz, mm-hmm. ourselves, and also help our our listeners and sisters in Christ dwell on the kind of intention behind our belief and the yeah. why behind our belief. Because something that Liz and I have been in conversation about is 
And we really didn't even know where we we were going to head with this episode. And I still mm-hmm. I'm still not sure where we're heading with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but something that has naturally been on our minds this week, and we knew it was a break from uh, interviews this mm-hmm. week. Um, a few days ago, we posted on the Chosen Girl Instagram, and it was something that I had been thinking about. And I'm just going to pull it up and read it really quick. And it says, and I actually, it has a typo in it, but so many people had seen this and like shared it that I didn't want to take it down, mm-hmm. but not for like vain reasons, but you know, yeah. for reference or whatever. It says, never let the tradition, never let tradition rule over the truth of God's word. Jesus challenged religion too. Mm-hmm. And Liz and I were having conversations before recording today, just about different things that have come up in our life that yeah. are like, okay, so is that truth or is that tradition? Because y'all, especially being in the Bible Belt, and like I love traditions. Like, oh, yeah. catch me at Christmas time, like being ritualistic with my <laughs> traditions. <laughs> like I watch the same movie every year, putting up my tree. Mm-hmm. I like you know, like I love yep. a good tradition, but also the why behind traditions yeah. is very important. And I do think that sometimes you know we can get caught up in that. Maybe more in the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. more so than in other regions of the the world or or the United States. And I could be wrong. I've never been from anywhere else, and I've never lived anywhere else. Um, but I think that it's really important that our faith is truly that, our faith. Like, yeah. your faith is yours based on you, not the faith of your grandmother, not the faith of your parents or the faith of your pastor, because um, I thought of this analogy while we were talking about it earlier. And um, if you know me, one of my favorite places ever in the world is New York City that I've ever traveled to thus far. Mm-hmm. I'm actually headed out tomorrow morning yeah, girl. <laughs> on another flight to New York City for my anniversary. Yes. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. So good. <laughs> um I love Alicia Keys so much. So great. She's great. She's underrated. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so your whole life, like New York is one of those places that you see in movies. I remember watching Eloise at the Plaza and watching Home Alone 2. And, yes. and I remember even like as a teenager watching Saturday Night Live and just having this like anticipation and expectation of New York and mm-hmm. how I always wanted to go. Well, I didn't get to go for the first time until I think I was like 23 or 24 and um, I went with some of Hunter's family. And y'all, when I tell you that multiple times during that trip, I was so excited and so happy that I shed tears. Like, I love I that. Was that <laughs> giddy. Like, I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I was, and it's like something makes me cry yeah. out of happiness every time I go to New, New York. And I've been several times since then, like, Liz and I have been together. It was the girls' trip of a lifetime. Seriously. We, we've actually been together twice since then. Just went a few months ago to see Harry Styles, and it was Ooh. the best thing of my life. <laughs> but, um, but there was nothing like hearing about it or seeing it mm-hmm. in movies and in films versus being there and experiencing it firsthand for myself. Yeah, And that is literally how I feel about God's Word. That's that's it. That's it. I mean, 
I think also when we ta- start talking about traditions, I mean, a lot of everything is, you know, rooted originally in the word, but also oftentimes through our own perceptions of it. Mm-hmm. So someone's love of New York, for example, just to continue with that analogy, is dependent upon their ex- like their experience with it. Yeah. Y'all, I did not like New York. I'd been twice before I went with Sarah. And yes. then I was like, this is it. I was yes. like, whatever way I've been doing New York before, it was not my company, but it was like the way I did New York before was not it, did not do it justice. It is now received, it is now received redemption in my eyes I'm because, so yes, it, but it's the experience. Perception yeah. is everything. Um, but the thing is, whenever you're diving into the word of God, it means it's so much different than just hearing it secondhand from someone, For sure. which is why we place so much emphasis on, on diving into the word, on building your own personal relationship with yes. God. Um, because if you're, if you're basing your faith off of someone else's belief, maybe that ain't enough to carry you. That's so true. And of course, like I love, like we need voices in our life. We need Mm -hmm. testimonies in our life. We need pastors and counsel in our life. Yeah. But the foundation of your faith will only be as strong as your actual faith. That's it. Yeah. And so when I think about, watching the movies before hearing songs about New York, mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra, Alicia Keys, all the things. I loved those songs before and I loved those movies before, but everything takes on a new appreciation mm-hmm. when you're like, Oh my gosh, I've experienced that. Like I've been there. Yes. Like that's so cool. And that's not me trying to be like a pick me girl or a, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like somebody who brags about everything. I, we ain't trying to be like that. But that's the that's the one true analogy that I can think of that really captures the heart mm-hmm. of experiencing God's word. And then y'all just wait till like you experience some of the fruit of God's word in your life for yourself. That's it's like it's the fuel. It is. It and, is. It, and it's so sad. Like I almost hate to say that to myself that it is receiving like experiencing the fruit of building a relationship with Christ with yes. God is one of the things that keeps me going and it you know mm-hmm. but it's what build helps build that faith so true realizing that you took the you took the leap that God told you to take and it did not return void mm-hmm. gives you the confidence to take the leap again and again yeah. and again and they and it's not that the leaps become necessarily easier because i feel like what you find is the leaps become scarier yeah and God says, I get like, you had enough faith to trust me then. Will you do it again? Yes. It's like raising the stakes a little bit. Will you do it That's again? so true. And do it again. And you'll find it's just like the reward is so good. The reward is so great. That doesn't mean that there's a million dollars waiting on every time, you know, a little bit more money mm-hmm. that every time you take the, you take the jump, but you feel different. You're like, wow, God, I so trusted you with that. And it gives you the confidence to wholeheartedly trust him again. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that is evidently seen in the people that we have interviewed this week, mm-hmm. or this this series, rather, with, you know, last week, Georgia talking about experiencing joy through uncertainty or yeah. through waiting, and I'm like, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. And when I talk to people about the word, like, y'all, I will be the first one to tell you, I'll be the first one to tell you that I get lazy with it that I get selfish with it. And like I said in my story before, talking to my friend, I'd let two, I don't know how many weeks go by to where I just did not feel like getting in the word. That's real. But in that time, I also experienced a lot of what I feel could have been unnecessary anxiety. Yeah. Um, 
and lack of peace. And really the word that comes to mind is lack of assurance because like, I'm not saying that when I do read the Bible, I'm not anxious, but I will tell you, I have this assurance in yeah. God. Like I'm reminded of who God is. And I'm reminded of who Jesus is in my life. And it, it just changes circumstances. Mm-hmm. It may not physically change the circumstance, but it changes how my perception of the circumstance is mm-hmm. because there's that assurance of hope yeah. in my life. And I have heard every excuse in the book of like, I don't get it. I don't. I don't like reading. I'm not good at reading. And listen, I can tell you I've been there too, but I can also tell you, and this sounds so harsh, yeah. but this is the truth because I had to face this with myself. So like, this is what I tell, told myself, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, and that's something that my grandmother says all the time. Mm-hmm. Like she always says, people do what they want to do. That's true. Talk about intentionality in people's oh, yeah. lives. Oh, yeah. And I just finally got to a point in my life where I was like, I cannot live this lukewarm in and out all the time anymore. There's going to be times where I am low. I understand that. I think there's a difference between hills and valleys mm-hmm. and then me just like making the distinct decision to not be in God's word yeah. or not put forth effort. But I just had to say, okay, well, if this translation of the Bible isn't working for me, get a new transi- translation. Yeah. Like, or if reading is not working for me, listen to it. Yeah. On the Bible app. Like, there is a speaker button where you can have it read to you. Sincerely, someone who loves listening. For sure. Over reading. For sure. Same. I'm an audiobook girly. So it's almost like, I, I hate to use this term, but like, this is one of my favorite terms when it comes to like dating. Uh-huh. <laughs> if they wanted to, they would. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes in life, I do think that there's like a grace clause in there where some people just aren't able to at certain times Mm -hmm. because of whatever's going on in their life. But I'm like, okay, if you wanted peace, pursue peace. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not talking about like clinical anxiety. I'm talking about circumstances in your life where you need clarity. Are you seeking clarity? Mm Mm-hmm. Like circumstances in your life where you are facing comparison. We posted about this today. Mm-hmm. Like stop scrolling. Like if you are struggling with comparison, stop scrolling. If you're struggling with lust, get off certain websites and stop following certain accounts. Mm-hmm. Like don't set yourself up for, for failure. failure. That's what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. So in my harshness, please take that as a gentle nudge yeah. of conviction. Like I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm I'm telling you from my own experience of what I had to tell myself. Mm-hmm. Like Sarah, you could have read the Bible at this time or you could have gotten this translation or listened to it, but you chose not to. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. And I, I love what you just said about, you know, truly setting yourself up for success. Yes. And sometimes it's a, it's a reassociation of what you're going to like to, you know, Instagram or whatever for. Yes. If you find that you're like just addicted to the scroll, which is very real in today's today's culture (laughs) for real. It's, it's some, maybe it might be nice to introduce a a day detox once a week. If that's, what's going to help you kind of like reset, then, then do that. But also, you know, think about those moments as you could do a social media fast and use that fasting time for the Lord. For sure. You know, what, whatever works works best for you, well, it's there's like no special rule. Self-sabotage is everywhere. Mm-hmm. We don't even realize it. Like, it's so sneaky. Oh, yeah. It's a slippery slope. It everywhere. really is. And so, kind of pivoting from that, I really didn't mean to get that harsh on part. 
you, love y'all. <laughs> we 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 know you weren't coming for no one's life, but it's but this is also reality. That it's okay for us to share. And like this is tr- this is the truth of the matter of like yes. where we are in today's day and time. There's a certain there's a level of responsibility that we have to take. It's a conscious decision. It really is. And the invitation is always open. And we have to get to the point where we realize that if we don't accept that invitation, it's no one's fault but our own. That's so true. And it's to no one's demise but our own. That's like we so are the true. ones missing out and it's our own fault. Well, and that that is so true in what we were talking about earlier with we cannot know the truth mm-hmm. if we don't know the truth. Yeah. And I know that that's redundant, but that's so true. Mm-hmm. So when we're faced with situations in our life where you're like, okay, is this what I feel is right? Because like, this is what my denomination says is right. Or is this what I'm thinking is right? Because this is what God's word says. Well, that's the thing. Like you're not, if you don't know what, God, like you said, if you don't know what God's word says, how are you going to know what's, what's God's word and what's tradition for sure? Or what is tradition inspired by God's word? Right. And then from God's word, even the things that are not laid out in like set in stone, like things that may be up to interpretation, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to use a very small example. Should women wear makeup? Yeah. Okay. Like if you do not know God's word, like, okay, I wear makeup, you wear makeup. That's not a conviction that I have based on reading God's word mm-hmm. and the context of God's word. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily struggle with vanity either. I mean, sometimes I do. Don't be posting ugly pictures of me on Facebook, right. like tagging me in that. <laughs> no, like, absolutely that. not. Take up or no makeup. No one likes that. Yeah, approve the pictures before you post. Thank you. For real. <laughs> and tag me. <laughs> I will untag myself. <laughs> if I'm being honest. But like, the knowing the truth of God's word helps us decipher what is tradition, what mm-hmm. is culture. Yeah. And what is truth. Mm-hmm. And then also helps us determine our own convictions as well. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. And I think I, I don't mean to step on anyone's toes, but you kind of also have to make a decision on what what are you going to hold highest? Mm, that's are so you going to hold God with the, the truth of what's presented in God's word the highest? Yeah. Or are you going to hi, like hold tradition higher than higher than God's word? Or are you going to hi, like hold culture higher than yeah. God's word? Like, the thing is, is that is also a slippery slope. Yeah. No one says, I'm, yeah, I don't really care as much what God's word says. I just care about what this person says about it or what my, or what this, this yeah. tradition, you know, has interpreted or all these other things. But again, you won't know until you know the what the word of God says, and then you have to make a decision. That's so true. And, and also knowing the word of God as it pertains to what traditions we hold is so important mm-hmm. because people twist and cherry pick scripture Mm -hmm. to fit the mold of their traditions in order to justify those traditions. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get into quote unquote religion. Yeah. And so in order to make arguments, not argumentatively, but like for your own beliefs and faith of like, Oh, is this right? Is this morally correct? Mm -hmm. The context around scripture matters a lot oh my gosh it can change everything yeah and so that's important to find out for yourself Mm -hmm. not through a tiktok video like yes obviously like we're christian content here on chosen Mm -hmm. girl but we're not out here telling you hey 
this issue politically or morally or whatever is right or wrong. And here's the scripture that proves it and take one verse out of context. Like y'all, that is dangerous. Child, even the devil can knows the scripture and he That's knows exactly it better than right. most of us. And he knows how to twist it. That's exactly right. And the Bible even warns against that. Mm-hmm. The Bible even warns against that. I wish I could remember the verse. If I remember, I will post it on our chosen girl stories um, after this is posted, but you cannot use scripture to appease your own agenda. Yeah. You cannot do it. Mm-hmm. And so Lord forgive us for when we do that. And I, I do think that there's some story, especially, okay, here's an example, taking stories in, in the old Testament and, you know, one that's used a verse that's used a lot in mainstream culture today is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Yeah. And God is speaking to Jeremiah saying, I know the plans that I have for you. And some people argue like, oh, well, people use that verse and that was only meant for Jeremiah as talking about what he was going to do. But I'm like, also, God is sovereign. Yeah. He also knows the plans for me, too. Yes. So, like, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. then using a scripture to say, hey, you're wrong for wearing this or saying this or singing this or playing this instrument or whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. Um, yeah, that that can get really messy, guys. So, yeah. And then also that gets into judging people and pointing fingers. And that's something we're not supposed to do I'm either. like, don't, it, it's, it's not worth your time. But use the truth of God's word to apply to your own convictions mm-hmm. is the point of that. And look at context. Yeah, that's, that's it. No, there, I don't, I can't think of a single verse that says that we need to go and tell everybody what we think and why we think about the word of God. Why literally us recording a podcast about our opinions, but like, but really, you know, we try to be objective I'm, here. What I'm, yeah, but, but you like, get what I'm saying. Why like, are our opinions so important? They're, they're important to us. They're important to us. But the truth I mean, yeah. is what matters at the end of the day. Exactly. I'm like, at the end of our lives, it's just us and Jesus. That's, That's it. it. Yep. That's yep. it. Because the thing, you know, this is a terrifying thought. We were um, talking with some friends about what what happens if you live to be 100 years old? It's like. Wow, all the people that you knew very well, like a lot of them have passed away. Yeah, that's really Your sad. children may pass away. You know, all these things happen. And when when we're just talking about, you know, how much our opinions matter, right. those that valued them are gone. So true. The most. You know, like you only have a handful of people that, that circle shrinks and shrinks. And so the, the question, I guess, comes back to, you know, how are you living your life? Mm-hmm. Like, are you sharing something that is everlasting like the the truth of god's word or your opinion about something that really has nothing to do with with anyone's salvation or coming to know of yeah. christ or or experiencing anything. god yeah. like how dare we think that our opinion on a very minute matter could, could interfere with someone being introduced to the one who's made a way for salvation mm-hmm. again he's sovereign yes overall Yes, but it, life is crazy, you know, isn't it though? Like y'all like take a step back, like yeah. for real perspective is so important. Mm-hmm. Checking yourself is so important so that we don't wreck ourselves. That's true. And it's really, it just comes back to thinking, thinking too highly of ourselves. It really does. Um, it really does. And yeah. in a way, like we become our own God, if we're honest We, we never want to admit that. We never want to admit that. But sometimes yeah. things get that way. Yeah, but it really does. Again, just doing a check in with yourself, asking if you're if you were so brave, it does take a little bit of bravery mm-hmm. to ask the Lord. That's right. 
ask the Lord how you can, how you can be better or to show you ways in which you can, you know, draw closer to him and he'll tell you again. And then that makes you responsible for the action following. Yeah. But it's just like, you, you don't, you don't have to do it, but if you want the fruit from it, you know, it's one of those got to risk it to get the biscuit kind of thing. So true. But it's worth it. It really is. Mm -hmm. And, and I love the verse that says, draw near to God. He's going to draw near to you. Amen. Amen. The whole I'm, I have experienced that firsthand. Oh my gosh! Again, if you have not, keep on living. That that's keep right. On keep on trying. Living. Yes. That's yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I guess is that all? <laughs> that's so great. We're like, yep, that's what it is. And then, but no, but that's for real, all, folks. that's all, folks. <laughs> for real though. But God, God is so good and. It's so important to build that personal relationship. And even through our our guests that we've had on the pod so far this season have all attested to how how God has drawn near to them when through on the mountaintops in the valleys, how he's been so close when they've leaned into him. That's so true. And it was it was a choice that they took. Yes. And so I would say start small. mm -hmm. Like don't don't feel condemned. Don't feel like you have to skip five steps. Like because it's all about it's all about what are you compounding mm-hmm. your yeah. time and knowledge. That's good. And you know, right now I'll be completely honest with y'all. I read one chapter a day. I've been going through the new Testament. I read one chapter a day. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. I mm-hmm. read out of the message Bible, always take notes, always have a cute pen and notebook in hand because the aesthetic matters. Do what works. Me, not to God. But um, obviously God is a God of aesthetic because look at the world he made. Hello. Like, it's kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. So anyway. And if you don't have a normal like notebook and stuff that you would like, this is what I like to do. I like to highlight with certain colors. If it's a certain mm-hmm. thing yeah. or if it, if I, you know, use a, a certain color for the whole year. So when yes. I go back through my Bible, I can remember that, oh yeah, back in 2018, I was using turquoise. Right. You know, that's th- so sometimes sweet. that's so nice to go back and see, but oh, that Bible app allows for you to use, like put in notes and bookmark and all the things like learn the features that are available to you and use them to their full advantage. Yes. I mean, there's, there's so many resources out there, but there's no, honestly, we have, this is not in conviction, but we have no excuse. I know. In 2022, living in America. There's so many resources. So if you don't live in America, y'all, we know that there can be some barriers to access, but right now I'm like, if you have access to this, to this podcast, you probably have access to the Bible app. So true. But the thing is, is you know, it, take the responsibility. It will not, it, it will never return void back to you, yes. but God's calling out to you. You don't have to wait for him to call you specifically. There's an automatic invitation. Yes. Amen. That's it. That's all I got to say on that one. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> well, guys, it's been another great episode. Like Liz and I just literally, somebody the other day, they were like, I love, it's funny that we know. I'm trying to think of who it was. They're like, I love that you and Liz do the podcast. Like, that is so fun. I said, we're talking anyway about all this stuff. We might as well record it. So that's exactly. I'm really glad that you guys enjoy it. And I can't believe that we're like almost done with the year of 2022. And I'm unwell. The third year of the podcast. Like, that's unbelievable to me. But it's the Lord. Is it legal the way that time has been flying by? No. Because it feels very wrong. No. But, you know, we we just keep on keeping on. We do, we do, and y'all. Next week, this episode, I, it's fire, so good. Like it is one of my favorite episodes we've ever recorded. I'm like, true story. Yes, it was fantastic. 
Y'all are going to love it. And we have some familiar uh, voices coming after her, too. So yes. that's fine. Yes, it's going to be so great. Y'all are going to absolutely love it. Yes. Um, for real, give us your comments on Daddy God. We, we, want, we need to know. We want to hear those. But also, if you have other suggestions and things that you'd like to hear, I know we're kind of getting into the end of the year, so we start thinking about planning for next season. So yeah. please, we are our our DMs are always open. We're, all we're always open for suggestions and thoughts and opinions and things. So we'd love to hear from you. Yes, we would. I hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you back here with our interview with Lizzie Morgan next Tuesday. See you later. Bye. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Grove Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.